0: Rescue radio, because there's a war for your soul.
1: Yes, indeed, the war goes on. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Father God, thy will be done. O oh God, in us this day, as it's being done and declared in heaven, you are God, you are in control of all things. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, your goodness, your mercy to us, that you will never leave us or forsake us, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that even in these very treacherous tying, uh, trying times when all that can be shaken is being shaken, Lord, and all the secrets and hidden works of darkness are being revealed and brought to the surface that you are our God. You do not change. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. May those who have forgotten about you, Lord God, who have wandered away, who have never heard, be brought back into the fullness of the good news, the revelation of the grace and the good gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for giving us ears today to hear, eyes to see, and a right heart to perceive correctly, rightly rightly divide your holy word, that even in these tr- trying times where men's souls are being divided, even against themselves, Lord God, that you would bring in your righteousness, your truth, because Jesus Christ, you said, I am the way. So you are the way in, the way up, and the way out. And I thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness to us. Give us your wisdom. May we speak today as your divine messengers in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, Psalm 37, we're taking a look at that today. Mm -hmm. We could title this uh, Trust in Treacherous Times.
1: Or Rest in the Lord, or Fret Not. (laughs) Yeah,
0: there's, there's a lot of titles we could give here, and we'll give a title later on. You'll have a title for this message. But Psalm 37 Let's go right into it, Psalm 37, verse 1. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret because of Him who prospers in His way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. So we're in a time now where a lot of people are certainly fretting mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because of what's going on. I mean, evil, treachery, violence, um, specifics, right? Well, uh, that are um, attacking. Uh, all our you know institutions attacking people, individual, police, burning, mm-hmm. looting, yeah. rioting, okay. uh, lying, all this stuff that's going on. It's just and, exponential.
1: And so the question becomes, and knowing that this psalm was written many hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years ago by David, uh, who was also caught up in all kinds of difficulties and treacheries and, and enemies, uh, supplanting and trying to deceive and destroy and kill him. We can see that this psalm has stood the test of time. It's uh, very relevant today. But the thing is, I think for what you're saying is, um, it, it's very easy in in a negative situation to get caught up in the negative situation, mm-hmm. and to think and what sort of things are not pure, lovely, honest, just, and of good report, but things that are uh, unjust and that are offensive. And that's the whole point of this whole. This specific attack of Satan against our society against human humankind is to turn us uh, in opposition to one another and to stir up these conflicts to get us to look at the injustices and there are many don't worry don't don't think there's not but to get us to become pulled into this fight as as a judge instead of as um, a, a servant of the most high God and so again this is our test in these days and it's sad that um, and it's sad, you know, in every situation, both God and Satan are always working in the same place at the same time to do the opposite thing. And so what God is using to uh, make you, the devil is using to break you. And so we need to understand that you and I were in this and, and there isn't a, you know, we're not going back to any kind of normal and in the, in, in some ways, the normal was apathy and death and, and a slow death. We're being boiled in the kettle slowly, uh, cooked to death in this normal of everything is okay. And now it's all flipped upside down and, and normal every day. The new normal is you wake up in the morning and someone else has been shot in the head and some other building has been burned down and some other horrible atrocity has been revealed. Um, and so, thinking about it from that point of view. But there's also another point of view, and that is the personal, your personal life. This is all the public domain with all of this news and information and and the manipulation of it to instigate even more riots within ourselves or injustice or burning or, or anger or whatever. But then we also have many people personally in a personal world are suffering from severe um, injustices and, and their enemies are getting by with bloody murder.
0: Yeah. And people are, you know, living in very dangerous situations in their communities. They cannot count on police protection. Um, wondering what to do, you know, do I stay, do I stay here and be do a witness I flee? for the Lord? Mm-hmm. Do I just get out of Dodge? Do I flee Sodom? And so there's a lot of decisions that you have to make, you and I have to make in these days And it's it's imperative that we really Mm -hmm. hear from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to have rest in the midst of this. It's easy to be fretful, to be angry, to be frustrated, because evildoers are doing their evil Mm -hmm. and being encouraged by many of our leaders. And it seems like right now, they're just getting by with literally with bloody murder.
1: Well, you know, and that's where is that going to take us to meditate on that or think about that? I think what you said earlier, um, to hear from the Lord in your own personal situation. And God does not move his people. Um, uh, he God is not a God of fear. And so if he wants you moved and you're listening to God and you're walking in the spirit and you're seeking him for these things, and you belong to him, he said, do not fret. He will lead us. Um, and he will cause us, if we trust in the Lord and do good, we'll dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. I believe that's possible, even in the midst of living in a city that's burning all around you. And some people are going to be called to leave, some to stay. But the thing is, as you walk in the Lord, do not do what you're doing out of fear, but do it out of obedience to God so that you know that you know, and you're walking in the Spirit, you know that you know what you're supposed to do. And some people I know, they're walking in the Spirit. They're just taking one step at a time to go forward, to, to um, move or to uh, relocate or to change a situation. And it's just one day at a time, one minute at a time. God gives us grace. He says, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And if you accumulate, to look forward too much to the future and all the anxiety and the evil, evil and the oh no and the what if and what am I going to do. It will cause your body to go into a place of shock and panic or, um, just, you know, you can't move, you can't, paralysis. So we don't want, we're here. We're the good news, the very, very good news. And I think it's shockingly good news. As a matter of fact, it's so shocking that we don't even see it is that all of this is birth pains. Uh, the 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 woman is now going into labor we're going into labor there's going to be a baby delivered at the end of all this mess and we look forward to that that baby is the return of jesus christ and so we have to read the times correctly that god you say well god is bringing judgment well yes and yes and no god is bringing judgment but also satan is uh, bringing forth his demonic judgments for, uh, retribution uh, retaliation Uh, upon those. He's he's, to justify his demonic uh, petitions to the Most High to destroy us, because we have been, for the most part, very, very uh, obstinate children. We've been very disobedient. We have not heeded the Word of God. We've uh, counterfeited the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've made it about making money and making a, a a name for ourselves rather than Telling the world about Jesus, you know. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on here individually. You know, this is too big for you. And if you, by the way, just a just a little side note here, um, please, if you're anxious, if you're fearful, then just do yourself one big favor and turn off all of those um, those sources of anxiety and lies, especially that come through the media. The, um, they call it the lamestream, mainstream media, whatever you want to call it, CNN and MSNBC. These are not virtuous sources. These are not virtues. The Bible says think on things that are lovely pure and it's just. If you are feeding yourself with this, I promise you your little body is going to pick up vibes of anxiety, defeat, fear, discouragement and confusion because that is the those those sources are sourced in hell because they're telling uh people things that are the fruit. Jesus said by their fruit you shall know them. So the words that you're listening to, are they bringing forth What kind of fruit? Are they bringing forth fear, anxiety, hatred, offense, violence, contempt, murder? Or are they bringing forth uh, hope and peace and rest and confidence in God? So we really in these days need to be very aware of what we are taking into our body because you're giving Satan permission to lie to you. And this is what's happened since the 70s, since the 50s, um, since the beginning of time. The enemy has lied steadily and constantly to us, and, and so it becomes as a after a while he lies through the movies, the the, the sitcoms, the, the the episodic TV shows, the 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 everything, and we begin to just become uh, so familiarized with it that we we die, we become deadened to the word of God.
0: Yeah, and you know newscasts, news media, talk shows, all this stuff, and even you know if you go to what what you consider conservative news sources you know that are giving you more of the truth you still have to sift through those and say lord what what really is this but mm-hmm. again the danger is being overwhelmed right you know with you know do not be overcome by evil as it was at Romans twelve,
1: but overcome 21. evil with good. But <laughs> overcome
0: evil with good. There and you go. There's a good this, opportunity for us. Yeah, Lots so of opportunities because so there's here, so much evil. Here it says in the you know in the message. Let's let's get real personal with this now. What are you and I going to do? Okay. What mindset are we going to have? You towards know, the w- evildoers. Towards the evildoers. Mm-hmm. Toward the Lord to our own life, and it really is a call. God is just shaking everything up. Mm-hmm. He's exposing garbage in our government, garbage in our educational mm-hmm. institutions, garbage mm-hmm. in, in the churches. He's exposing this. Let's open our eyes and see it for what it is. And,
1: and don't forget, as he's,
0: garbage. And but what he's calling us to repentance. He's calling us to personal
1: personal, personal repentance. Personal what confession. is in your life mm-hmm. that
0: you need to confess right. and forsake and turn away from? And uh, and what what do you need to do as far as just coming into Allow the place of mm-hmm. trusting the Lord. It says here, mm-hmm. uh, "Trust in the Lord." Verse three, Psalm thirty-seven. Trust in the Lord. Just means rely on Him. Rely on the Lord. Don't you can't rely on the government or the police or, um, or, or your even your pastor. Mm-hmm. You, or, or you need to trust in the Lord, and and do good. You know, there's still there's opportunities to do good in the midst of in the midst of the fear, in the midst of the masks, in the midst of mayhem, uh, people being crabby and nasty and fearful madness, do good, overcome evil with good. Mm -hmm. Lord, show me what do I do here? How do I how do I be a blessing? What shall I do to be a blessing? And he will let you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you think things that you do aren't much of a blessing, but if you're in obedience to the Lord, they will bring great blessing to others.
1: Amen. And, you know, you say to trust in the Lord. And going back to what you said earlier about personal um, conversion, personal taking— and it, uh, see what's happening is there's so much pressure being put on us from the outside, from the inside, from everywhere that what is what the heart is full of the mouth speaks. And when people are under pressure, what they're really what's what's tense and stressing to them will come out of their mouth, whether it's profanity, swearing, cursing, making an oath, uh, you know, or blessing. And so God is allowing all of this. This is a refiner's fire. This is just isn't just California fires of judgment or whatever you want to call it. This is God's refining fire for us, too. I mean, we live thousands of miles from California. We have the smoke over here. So see, the thing is, or the haze, I should say. And And the sun is red, 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 red. And so we have to say our brothers, sisters, people over there, are losing their homes, the fires in the forest are being burned up. But this is also going to put pressure on us individually to examine ourselves because if Jesus Christ is coming back, and by the way, just to realize that by the time you hear this, we'll have just went through the Feast of Trumpets um, the Feast of Rosh Hashanah, where the, where the in-gathering, uh, the violence snatching away from the evil to come, which is basically uh, the Greek word for the rapture. We will have gone through another season, another year uh, of, of the feasts. And I know some people don't really pay attention to the feasts, but I do believe God very much pays attention to the feasts because he's the one who authored them. He marks his calendar with them. And so the thing is... Um, Let this thing be a good thing. To let God, the Holy Spirit, examine your heart. So many people have drifted away so far from the Lord. They have been pulled, sucked, almost sucked, almost against their will, sucked into the violence, Um, and they don't even know how they got there. They don't even know how they or they got. They get so discouraged that they become so despondent. And apathetic. It's either you're, you're very, uh, there's two extremes here and people are being sucked into either one of them, becoming violent and activists and, and, and doing things they never, never thought they would ever do, like uh, going along with abortion killing, murdering, sacrificing babies in the womb and in the tunnels under the ground. There's just so many things that they've come into agreement with. They're they're violent and they're angry and they're full of hatred. And none of that is bringing justice. And the, the bait on this hook is justice. See, people want justice, and Satan knows that. So when he goes fishing for the souls of men, he baits it with what you want. You want justice, so he's going to make you bring be the 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 one who brings forth the justice and teach people a lesson and shoot someone in the head, someone you don't even know, someone who never touched your life, someone who never hurt you, and now they are being um, punished because you're angry at you don't even know what, probably more than likely at yourself.
0: It's not even about justice. So if you if you claim to be justice, yet claim to be seeking justice, yet you're murdering people, tearing lives apart, burning people's businesses, destroying, interfering, attacking people's homes. That's not justice. That's not bringing about justice. That's violent. That's evil. And and even churches that are endorsing this, politicians that are endorsing this. Mm -hmm. And another thing, too, is that a lot of people have been shaken out of the um the mega churches uh the mega church that has uh you know been able Made to down. now you have to go you have to do you have to wear a mask you have to do social distancing and uh you know, take your temperature before you go in and a lot of people are just saying you know what i'm just not going to do that anymore done with that. so it's really if you're looking for the comfort of the fellowship familiar or the or normal the, entertainment, the, old, the fellowship oh, there mm-hmm. if you, if that's stripped away and you don't have that anymore what have you got left? And what are you going to do? So the question got, It gets down to you and the Lord. It really gets down yep. to you and the Lord and what is he saying to you right. and what are you going to do with what he's saying to you?
1: And one of the other things in terms of um, justice, seeking justice, demanding justice, we are made by God, so we hate injustice and we hate things that are not fair. And But Satan uses choose to tell a lie. And so there are many injustices. There are many things that are wrong, but he uses those as the kindling to, to build a forest fire so that you, you see, oh, well, this wasn't right. And these people were ripped off and this this group and whatever, whatever, and many generations ago, and uh, we need to you know make it right and reparations and blah, 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 blah. All of us have suffered on this planet from day one and no one is going to make it just. But the thing is too, God says, judge not lest you be judged. And you know what? That is the devil's favorite scripture. If he had any favorite scripture, it would be judge not, because it gives him a perfect platform to go after the people who judge their neighbor, judge their mother-in-law, even judge themselves. Uh, he, because if you judge, then he has a right, to, through demonic reciprocity, to bring that very same thing back on you, because that's what the Bible says. Now, God is not... God is giving us that scripture to warn us and say, well, then I can't judge, but I'm judging. Then on the one side of the torture rack, we're accused of judging people. On the other side, we're told we can't judge. But if we do judge, we're going to get in trouble. Now, here's what we need to understand in these days when there's much violence, much wickedness much obvious, obvious, should be obvious to everybody, wickedness, that we are not judging that wickedness. We're discerning it as wicked and presenting it to God to judge. Let God be the judge of the wickedness. Only God can bring justice. Only God can clean out the deep state, and it will be cleaned out only when Jesus Christ comes back. I know that we're going to maybe take a little layer off here and there, but the thing is, ultimately, you know, you're trying to figure out the paradigm for the end and how it's going to go down, and you've got many suggestions and many cults and many theories and many things but the the ultimate everything that you come to conclude let it can be concluded in the in the this, the narrative of the truth which is the book of revelations the book of daniel the the book of matthew and mark and luke where jesus talks about the end and so jesus christ is going to come back there is an antichrist there is a mark of the beast coming there is a rapture there are all these things and we just need to our little story your little however you want to put this together is going to only make sense and only work out if it fits into God's story.
0: Yeah, he says, delight yourself in the Lord in Mm -hmm. in verse uh, 4 of Psalm 37. And he will give you. He said, you know, trust in the Lord, verse 3, back there again. Trust in the Lord, do good, dwell in the land, and feed on his faithfulness. God is faithful Mm -hmm. to his Mm -hmm. people. You Mm -hmm. can count on him. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart enjoy the Lord. Do you enjoy the Lord? You may say, well, I like church. I like our church. I like Bible study. I I like whatever you like. You like ice cream or whatever. But what do you enjoy? What do you really, really enjoy? Who, who or what is your passion? Mm -hmm. And if, and if, um, Someone said years ago, if other people around you don't know what your passion is, you don't have one. Oh, that's good. And so some people's mm-hmm. passion is sports or fishing or whatever it is. Yeah. But what, you know, he says, enjoy the Lord, delight yourself in the Lord, not just in church, mm-hmm. Bible study, uh, witnessing, whatever. Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. So well a merry, just, a merry de-
1: heart does good like a medicine yeah, and, and that's desires, part of that delight.
0: When you're enjoying the Lord, Looking his, forward. his his desires become yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's so then well, it's and, and like even, when you ask according to his will, we know he hears us. And we know so, that we have the so things we've the, asked we're, for because so we're, of that. we're coming into sync with the Lord, his his heart, his will, his spirit.
1: Well, here he's a promise, he's making a promise. Trust in the Lord, do good, you know, that's out of your heart, out of the abundance of your life, your your gratefulness, your thankfulness. You'll dwell in the land, feed on this faithfulness, you will be fed. People are worried about having enough food, enough this, that, and the other thing, and store up and don't tell anybody that you got it all stored up and whatever. He said, delight yourself in the Lord, delight. Now, to me, that would be something like this. In the midst of these fires and violences and terror and judgment and dread, can you look at something and just delight in it like i'm i'm very personally delighted at the beauty of our little pumpkins in our pumpkin patch they're so orange and bright and cheery and healthy looking and happy and i mean the in the flowers the, so, the trees so, yeah. the
0: grass the, so the clouds so
1: i i can delight myself in the lord in those in little creation. things yeah. and that proves to god and to me that god knows already that i'm good I'm okay. I'm safe in, in Him. I'm safe, and I'm not panicking. And so my my body is good. It's not anxious. It's not trying to freak out. Um, and so therefore, we can. The, the people have lost the ability to delight. I believe they don't think about things that are that that are. Uh, they they it's all oh no and what if. It's all anxiety. It's all it's up to me. So it's all stress, witchcraft, pressure, anxiety. Until people just their bodies just shut down, and then they become depressed and oppressed. And they and they don't want to function. They don't care. And then they they reach for the false comforts of whatever it would be, food or uh, fun or you know TV or uh, addictions, whatever. And, and so the thing is, you're just being subtly being destroyed, asphyxiated by the wicked air, the uncleanness of this world. And we need to go back to the word of God. If you need refreshing, you need to go back to the word. And, and people say, I can't read the word because every time I read the word, it feels like a judgment, a condemnation that like God's mad at me. You know what? I keep telling people, you know, there's many thousands of verses in the Bible. And just like you go into a shoe store, there's thousands of shoes, pairs of shoes for sale in that shoe store. And guess what? Not everyone is going to fit you. Not everyone is going to be your style. Not everyone's going to be your size. And so you don't have to wear every shoe in the shoe store. You don't have to wear every verse. I'm not saying that you don't le- le- learn from those verses and he- take heed to those verses. But when you're saying, you know, God hates the wicked, God is angry with the wicked every day, and then the devil says, and you're wicked because look what you did yesterday. You know, then if, if that comes to you and they say, oh, I can't read that anymore because it's too harsh on, and, and God's mad at me, then say, God, please cause me to rightly divide your word by the power of your Holy Spirit so I can delight myself in your word because Satan wants to keep you from reading the word of God. The word of God right now and the Holy Spirit are the only two life forces in this world right now. And and the, the, the finished work of Jesus Christ, the gospel of course and, and, and those are the two uh life forces, the word of God, which implies and tells us and teaches of Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection, his coming again, and the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us to lead us into all truth. And so many of us also with all of this wickedness, look at those around us and we may say, well, I'm okay. I'm sort of okay. But boy, my brother, my sister, my daughter, my my friend, my husband, they're not okay, and I've been praying, 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 and I'm just just freaking out because they're not getting it. They're just being drifted away, pulled away. This is where delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. So you delight in Him. He will give you the desire of your heart. If your desire is for your child to be saved and brought back into the fullness of God, then you delight yourself in the Lord, and God will do the rest. He'll keep His promise, His end of the deal.
0: We ask according to his will, he hears us. Right. And if he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we we have asked asked of him or desired of him. So a lot of times, you know what, we just don't think to pray. You know, we have not because we ask not. Mm-hmm. The Bible said, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't depend on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths or make your paths straight. So, if, you know, and so some, these things ask. Jesus said, ask, and you shall receive, that your joy might be full. Well, so, a everything, that? Give, give thanks, thanks. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. But, Pray he says pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pray without ceasing in First Thessalonians. So
1: well, that
0: doesn't mean well, how can I pray constantly? I mean, I gotta work, I gotta you know, do this and do the wash and drive my car. But it's just acknowledging the Lord in everything. It's just a flow of the spirit. It's mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. it it should be uh, for us a restful thing. Not a striving. Oh, I got to do some religious mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. I got to pray all the time and fast all the time. And but it's just a matter of, of conversation. Just mm-hmm. a matter of being. A matter of committing and trusting and resting in 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 the Lord. And and just saying, I'm bringing this to you, Lord, because the, you know, open this door, close this door, open the heart of this person. Show me what to do here. How do I do this? acknowledging him in everything, right. and he will bring those answers. And you'll say, wow, God, you are for me.
1: Yes, in 1 John chapter 5, he says, um, For this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. This is good news. He who has, He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know, no, not think and feel and hope, but know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. This is the verse you've been referring to, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions we've asked of him. If any, okay, so there, so you know that if you're praying something according to God's will, that you have the petitions that you ask of him. Now, in, in Matthew chapter 18, in the parable of the lost sheep, and I'm speaking this to the mothers and fathers who have children who have really went off the deep end or pff, are droning out there in some sort of uh, lie. Verse Chapter 18, verse 11 of Matthew, For the Son of God, Son of Man, has come to save that which was lost. He has just told the parable uh, of the lost sheep. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? And if he should not, and if he should find it, assuredly I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. Even so, listen to this. It is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. How many of our little ones have gone astray because of the programming, the psychological uh, pummeling of lies and and, and seductive, insidious, demonic, uh, constant programming, brainwashing that they have been uh, raised in, in the school, in their textbooks, in their programs, in their uh, everything. Churches even. Yeah. Yeah. And so they've gone astray, and it's not God's will that they should perish. He says he's come to seek and save that which is lost. Lay these words before the Lord and lay claim to them and say, God, you promised you do not lie. This is my child. You did. I didn't give birth of this child to be swallowed up by Satan. You have to keep your word. This is your will. It says right here, you're not willing that any should perish. Well, my son or my daughter right now is perishing or appears to be perishing, and I'm going to believe you. I'm going to pray for you. And you said if we pray according to your will, and you're not willing that they perish, then I know that I have the things I've asked for. And I think this is the biggest thing that happens to the people of God, is they get so distracted with all of the the outside things, the injustices, the offenses, the crimes, the new stories, every day another problem, that they forget we forget to do what we're called to do, and that is pray and make intercession. There's been all kinds of words and dreams and prophecies and, and uh, you know, uh, forecasting of threat and terrible things coming up the road in the next two days, in the next 30 days, whatever, whatever. But we as the people of God, that's not your call. Your call is not to be anxious. Your call is not to do anything. Your call is to pray and make intercession, whether it's to repent, confess your own sins, uh, forgive those who've hurt you as we pray in this uh, forget, fret not Psalm 37, forgiving them. Before you can really pray with clarity and with peace you need to have your own conscience cleared by forgiving. That means, forgiving means you are no longer the judge on this case. You can't have two judges on any case. So if you want God to be the righteous judge on your case, then get off the the, the, the judge's bench and turn it over by God and say, I forgive this person. I release them from my judgment. I turn the judgment of this crime. And you don't have to say, no, there was no crime. It's no big deal. If there's a crime, there's a crime. And God isn't really willing to just turn the other way. He wants to deal with it. So I turn this crime over to you, Lord God. You know exactly my heart, their heart. You know what's going on in my child's heart. I stop judging your child and begin to rejoice in what God is doing and pray a blessing. Believe. That's what faith is. Faith doesn't look at what it looks like. Faith doesn't go by sight. Faith goes by the Word of God and in obedience to the Word of God. And God says, I'm not willing that they should perish. Pray for for them. Believe me for your child to be pulled out of this abyss, out of this terrible, treacherous thing, or your loved one, your husband or wife. Pray to God. That's what courage is. That's what this is all about. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him. You know, He will bring it to pass. It's not your job to bring it to pass.
0: Another part of this is in Psalm 37. And I would just encourage you to read this on your own. Go carefully through this, and let let it go carefully through you, powerfully through you, I should say. For Psalm thirty-seven nine, for evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord they shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. And and it's talking about that the end of the well. Wicked, listen, verse ten. The end of the wicked is coming. For yeah, let let for yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Hallelujah. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place but it shall be Praise no more. God. But the meek shall inherit the oh, earth yeah. and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Oh, yeah. And it talks about uh, the schemes, the wicked attacking the righteous. Mm-hmm. And we have that so much today. The, you know, those... In the court Isaiah systems, said, in the marital right, difficulties. those in that the, depart from iniquity make themselves a prey.
1: Those who so abandon you, their children.
0: You live righteously, you get attacked, viciously attacked mm-hmm. by, by the enemy. But... God is assuring here that ultimately, eventually, he says, some of it you're going to see. You're going to see the wicked come down. And and sometimes I think, man, I would like to see that. I'd like to see more of that personally. But ultimately, too. The wicked are going to perish. Those that that's hate God the says. Lord and reject the Lord will perish. Yeah. They're, he's going to take care and of, and they're
1: them. going to perish along with their leader, which is the evil one. God is not mm-hmm. willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the thing is, if we cleave to the evil one and refuse to repent, or con- and that's our issue. You know, you have to give an account. I have to give an account of my life before God, and and that's just the way it is because. That's the way it is. And so we don't want to be swept away, pulled away, uh, hooked into, bound bound to the injustice and the anger and the vendetta and the rage and the violence. Um, Yes, these things are wicked. Yes, they're wrong. We turn them over to God. We have to—trusting is knowing that God will bring justice, and these things will—yet a little while, in a little while, in a little while, in maybe a a couple— it seems yeah. like a long while It seems like us. never. It seems like never. Will it ever happen? Yeah, you're, you're in this big, long life of 40, 50, 70, 80 years, and it seems like never, never, never is going to never, never happen. Uh, it's never going to happen. And yet we know that this is all of what God says, every word, every, every way the word every, is punctuated, everything God says is going to come to pass. It will and it, it and we are people creatures of eternity. so it's not like, well, will I see it in my lifetime? Well when are you you're, you're, you know we, we pass from this world to the next, but you will see the justice of God. You will see the vindication and it's not your job to vi- bring the vindication. it's your job to, to go through this treachery, this fire, this fiery f- trial, this uh, this furnace of refining, and continue to bring glory to God. That's our uh, that's our hope, that's our desire.
0: What God is saying to us too, here to encourage us, He says, Psalm thirty-seven twenty-three: "The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord." Mm -hmm. You might not know everything about the future, all the details, but just take a step at a time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Take a step. Hear what He's saying. Step. Take a step. You know, it might seem like it's weird. It might seem uncomfortable but take the step in obedience hear his voice take the step it says and he delights in his way in other words the lord delights in your way mm-hmm. when when you're you're trusting him though you fall he says though he fall he shall not be utterly cast down for the lord upholds him with his hand so if you stumble you have a hard time hey get lord forgive me cleanse me deliver me get up and keep going mm-hmm. and and the one of the things too is that Verse twenty-five says, "I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread." In other words, God is going to take care of us. It talks another place. It talks about He's going to keep them alive in the days of uh, verse nineteen. They shall not be ashamed. In the The, well, let's verse eighteen and nineteen. The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. So in this evil time. And in the days
1: of famine, they shall be satisfied. They shall be satisfied. Verse 28, for the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. Okay, so we have these promises that God is for us. God is with us in the midst of this. And we just want to thank you, Lord God, for your word because you do not lie. We want to thank you for your faithfulness. We want to thank you, Lord, that you've given us this wonderful, incredible opportunity to live in these days, these very um, difficult days. And we would almost believe that they are, if not indeed, the true birth pains for the return of Jesus Christ. And so I, I pray that we would live as if they were, because for us they will be, because our days are also numbered, and that we will come into your presence with joy and peace Father God, and I thank you, Lord, that you will encourage each one today, that you will bring miracles of healing, miracles of restoration, Mm -hmm. that people who are sleeping and slumbering and believing lies will wake up instantly, that we will covenant together as the believers, uh, the ones, the true followers, the remnant of Jesus Christ, and we will join our hearts unite our hearts together with those who are already going before us praying and making intercession to the holy throne of grace and mercy for peace for deliverance for healing for restoration for justice and truth and mercy for the restoration of goodness in this earth and in the people will be delivered and healed and restored and lifted up we agree with them we lift our hearts up to you lord god we give you praise we delight in you and we ask you lord god to have mercy upon us we repent for the wickedness of this nation and and our own individual personal lives and families. We repent, and we ask you now, Lord God, to forgive us. We confess our sins. We turn from these abominations, uh, and you know what they are, and we know what they are, the lies, the deceptions, the witchcraft, the the fear, and we turn our hearts over to you, Lord God. We rest in you. We trust in you. You're the only one we have. And there is no other. You are the one true, God. And we give you praise. And we thank you now for this country, this nation, these people listening, each individual, that they will each receive a miracle this week. A miracle, Lord God. Everyone hearing here, we're asking that they will get a miracle or a miraculous answer to prayer. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I
0: have an emergency. What
1: is your location?